0: Bethany Christian Services, Rendering God's Children Unto Caesar and Homosexuals. It should come as a surprise to no one that the formerly Christian child care agency, Bethany Christian Services, has fully capitulated to homosexual activists and Big Brother, also known by Jesus, as Caesar. In deciding to place children in the homes of homosexuals for fostering and adoption in all 32 states where it operates. It should come as no surprise because the 77-year-old Bethany Christian Services, the largest Protestant adoption and foster agency in the United States, began capitulating several years ago when homosexuals began demanding children from Bethany, first in Philadelphia and then in Michigan. What might surprise Christians is the sophistry Bethany now employs to rationalize their decision that will inarguably harm children temporally and likely eternally. In a Christianity Today article on this story, Bethany Vice President Nate Bult makes this astonishing claim, and I quote him, Faith in Jesus is at the core of our mission, but we are not claiming a position on the various doctrinal issues about which Christians of mutual good faith may disagree. We acknowledge that discussions about doctrine are important. But our sole job is to determine if a family can provide a safe, stable environment for children. End quote. Word to Bolt, faith in Jesus can never be separated from the work of Christians. It must inform every decision they make. And faith in Jesus requires accepting God's word as unalterable, objective, transcendent, eternal truth. And that includes everything the Bible says about homosexuality, marriage, and raising children. We learn in God's holy word that God destroyed two cities centrally because of rampant homosexuality. We learn how serious a sin God views homosexuality because he includes it in verses about two other serious sins, bestiality and incest. We learn from Jesus himself that marriage is the union of one man and one woman. We learn that those who engage in homosexuality will not see the kingdom of heaven and we are commanded to train up our children in the way they should go. Two men or two women who believe marriage has no intrinsic nature, central to which is sexual differentiation, and who believe homosexual acts are moral acts, cannot possibly raise up a child in the way they should go. In reality, they will raise up children to believe that evil is good. They will teach children the lie that love is love, a lie that, if affirmed as good and true, may cost children their eternal lives. Doctrinal issues regarding the ontology and teleology of marriage and the morality of homoerotic acts are not issues about which Christians of mutual good faith may disagree. They are foundational issues, and those who disagree with theologically orthodox views are apostates or heretics. Marriage is a picture of Christ, the bridegroom, and the church, his bride. A homoerotic union composed of two people of the same sex suggests that there is no difference in nature or function between Christ and the church, which is a heretical notion. But no worries to Bethany leaders. They get to stay in business if they render unto Caesar what is God's. The New York Times reports that Bethany president Chris Polusky claims that Bethany's decision to place infants and children in the homes of men and women who affirm acts that God detests is consonant with remaining steadfast in its Christian faith and furthers its mission to provide safe homes to vulnerable children. How does Polusky define safe? Clearly, the eternal lives of these vulnerable children don't factor into his understanding of safety— and clearly, raising children in the discipline and instruction of the Lord doesn't factor into Bethany leaders' understanding of remaining steadfast in their Christian faith. Interesting side note about Pulaski he held a senior leadership position with World Vision in 2014 when World Vision announced its controversial decision to hire employees in homosexual relationships. The decision was so controversial, World Vision reversed it in two days. Four years later, in 2018, Pulaski unfortunately landed at Bethany Christian Services. Bethany passed an inclusivity policy this past January that omits this position statement in place since 2007, and I quote it, God's design for the family is a covenant and lifelong marriage of one man and one woman, end quote. Would an organization that remains steadfast in its Christian faith and whose faith in Jesus remains at its core, remove Jesus' definition of marriage and replace it with a policy that permits children to be placed in the homes of unrepentant homosexuals? In making its decision to render unto Caesar God's children, and, in practice, to embrace heretical doctrinal positions, did Bethany consult scripture? Nope. Bethany hired the Barna group to poll 667 self-identified Christians, and I quote from the findings, Barna found 55% of Christians said either that sexual preference should not determine who can foster or adopt, or that it was better for children to be in an LGBTQ home than in foster care. The survey also found that 76% of self-identified Christians agree, at least somewhat, that it would be better for Christian agencies to comply with government requirements pertaining to the LGBTQ community rather than shut down. "End quote." Well, there you have it. A childcare organization, at the core of which is purportedly Jesus, uses a poll to help determine whether it should place children in the homes of men and women who affirm sin as good. The belief of 507 of 667 self-identified Christians that Bethany should comply with Big Brother and the belief of 367 of 667 self-identified Christians that it is better for vulnerable children to be raised by homosexuals than by heterosexual foster parents persuaded Bethany leaders of the position they already held. Perhaps it would have been wiser to poll 667 theologically orthodox, non-apostate Christian pastors on this momentous decision. A false dichotomy appears to be implicit in the questions posed to the 667 self-identified Christians. The choices available to Bethany are not limited to either capitulating to homosexuals and Caesar or shutting down, There is a third option available to organizations for whom steadfast faith and obedience to Jesus Christ is central to their mission. They can disengage entirely from Caesar. Bethany could refuse government money and all its attached, unsanctifying, damning strings dangling so temptingly before them. Inquiring minds want to know if Bethany, fully committed to Christ and his kingdom as it is, will soon place children in the homes of men who pretend to be women. What about in the homes of homosexual thrupples, like the one from San Diego whose book Amazon is not banning? This particular thrupple, three men who fought successfully to have all of their names listed on their children's birth certificates, didn't need to adopt. Instead, they purchased genetic material and rented wombs. But other thrupples, quadruples, or septuples, may not have the resources for purchasing genetic material. Will Bethany one day place vulnerable children with such families? If not, why not? Why not place children in the homes of polyamorists with five adults of assorted biological sexes and sexual interests? If the sex of adopting parents is irrelevant, why is the number of partners relevant? Come to think of it, if love is love, why does blood kinship matter? Why not place children in the homes of brothers in romantic erotic unions? While a Barna poll may today show over half of self-identifying Christians oppose such placements, just wait a while and poll them again.